So two guys are walking street and they're carrying Caleb. And Venit Galarishan, the first guy trips, he falls. Venafal, and he falls down. Venit Galasheni Berishan. And the second guy now trips on the first guy. So we already discussed the halakha, we were discussing Nitkal Pashaya, Nitkal Napashaya, if someone who trips, is he responsible or not responsible, or drops something we had talked about. So here he falls, and the second guy falls on him. So who's responsible for what? So the Mishnah says, Harishan Chayev Sheni. So we say that the Rishan is going to be Chayev for the Nizkei Sheni. What is the case? What exactly, how did the second one get injured, or what got injured on him? That's going to be the focus of the Gemara. First of all, so one way to read the Mishnah is, the first guy tripped, he's only going to be responsible for what then happens to number two if he, we hold Nitkal Pasher. We had a Machlekes before about Nitkal Pasher. We had a double Machlekes Remer and the Chachamim. Remember, Abayah said Betarti Pligi. The first question was Nitkal Pasher. Over there we discussed it in terms of if you're moving your Kli and you bang into a wall and the Kli breaks and the water spills out. But it doesn't make a difference if it's a Kli breaking or a person tripping. It would be the same Allah. So do we say Nitkal Pasher or Nitkal would be an Oynes on the falling part of it? So that would affect whether he's Mechoyv on the Nezik of the Shani. So if you hold Nitkal is Lav Pasher, so at least if he falls directly, and the Shani falls directly on him, maybe the first one would not be Chayab. It says, Rabbi Yechon, Lav Dafka. You don't have to say our mission is a mayor, Dominic Kapashev, a Chayev. Even the Rabbanon who say that you're a total honest on the falling part of it, Upater, Hacha Chayev. Why? For a different reason. Right? The second guy, Lav Dafka, had to trip. Right away, when you like fell on him, it could be also the number. Of, the first person, Ruvain, walking first, falls down. Okay, so your putter for your Iker falling, maybe that's not even considered other mamazik. But now get out of the way, right? You're in Mobashusharabim. There's people coming and going and whatever. You need to get up and get out of the way. So maybe Ruvain is Chayev Napaka for the falling, as we discussed the same question in the previous Mishnah. Is, is there's two aspects there's the a- action of falling, and there's the action of not getting out of the way. So therefore, and over there we talk about him being mafke or not being mafke. Here we're talking about a human being. You're not being mafke yourself, so you got to get out of the way. Okay. So therefore, says the says the says the you could even make our mishnah like shitas chachamim that nitka lav poishaya, and you're not responsible for the falling. You're responsible for not getting out of the way. Rav Nachman Yitzchak, Rav Nachman Yitzchak says, "Well, if that's the case, I could stretch it a step further." I feel Even if you want to tell me he couldn't have gotten out of the way, he was mamish, you know, Chasvashalmi stuck in the bottom of the crush, and there's people walking, he couldn't get out of the way. But he should have screamed and blown a whistle and made everybody aware that there's something. You know, put the little thing in ways, right? Takalaba derech, so everyone knows that there's somebody stuck there on the way. So he's responsible not for the falling, says of Nachman. Not even responsible for not getting up. He's responsible for not warning everybody that there's something. There's an issue over here. And the reason Rabbi Yechonah didn't say that was if he's in a situation where he couldn't get up because it's a crush of people, or whatever it is, then you can't hold him responsible for not warning everybody. Deterred. Obviously, he's stressed that he's, he's, he's in a dangerous situation on his own. So says Rabbi Yechon, if he's not responsible for getting up, then he's definitely also not going to be responsible for the warning part of it. Rav Nachman, Rav this small like is, could you have a situation where you're not responsible for getting up, but you are responsible for warning them yes or no? 
says the Gemara tonight. We have a Mishnah coming up on Amid Beis. We'll see tomorrow. The Mishnah said, "Hayabala Kerevish." And if two people walking with Shusarabim, one's holding a big a big pole, a big stick of some sort. And right behind him is a guy carrying a barrel of wine. Okay, dangerous situation, obviously. So if the guy behind, the one holding the barrel, starts walking too fast. And he walks right into the piece of wood. Okay. So Potter, obviously the owner of the piece of wood is Potter. He's walking with Shasarabim normally. Someone decides to run into him. It's not his problem at all. He's Potter. Vimamad Bala, Vimamad. If the person walking with this, with the piece, big piece of wood suddenly stops in the middle of Shasarabim, which you're not supposed to do. Rishasarabim is not a place you stop. That's what we always talked about. The stores that they had at Rishasarabim were on the edges, right? The, the see there Rishasarabim. In the middle of Rishasarabim, you walk. You don't stop at the middle of Rishasarabim. So if Ahmad, then if he stops walking and then the guy behind him bangs into him and breaks the chavis, so the Balakar is going to be chavis like he created a mazik here in the middle of Rishasarabim. Now, why did he stop? Says the Gemara, my love, Shaman the Katev. There are two reasons you could stop, and Tyson says somehow you could tell when you're walking why the person in front of you stops. Okay, if he stops the Katev, which means he's like readjusting his package, he has a giant piece of wood on his shoulder, it's heavy to carry. So every once in a while, you might just pause for a second to readjust it to get a better grip on it. If you're doing that, so that's a normal thing to do, and you know, just like when you're driving, right? When you're driving, you don't get too close to the person in front of you. Right, even though you're not supposed to be stopping driving the middle of the highway, but you leave space. So if he stops a normal way, if there's tra- traffic or something on the road or who knows what it is, you have to leave enough space between the two cars to make sure you don't bang into him. But if he slams on his brakes, then all the space you leave is not going to... Well, all the space, maybe. But the normal amount of space you leave is not necessarily going to be enough. So it depends why he stopped. So if he was Ahmed Lekatev, which is normal, which means the guy behind him should have had enough warning and understanding that he's going to stop, okay, because the Orchehu, and he didn't, Fekutani Chayev. So then why is he Chayev? It's Mashmah is Chayev in all situations. The person walking with the piece of wood is Chayev no matter why he stops. Now why? If he stops in a normal way, to stop to readjust this package, why should he be chayef? Teretz is to have a lahazir. Must be he's not chayef for the stopping. He's chayef for not putting on his hazard lights. Right? You want to slow down the middle of the highway? That's fine. Put on your hazard lights. If you don't put on your hazard lights, then you're going to still be responsible. So you see, Mamash like if Nachman said that even if he stops, he's still going to be responsible for not putting on his warning lights. Maybe we're talking about where he stopped to undo his package and put them down on the ground, which is totally unexpected. In our vernacular, that would be the equivalent of slamming on your brakes in the Moshav And he's not, therefore, he's not being chayev for the warning part of it, which we're not necessarily be chayev for. Rather, he's being chayev for slamming on his brakes in Moshav Again, you have to, Tyson says, it must be that we understand that when you stop, there's a difference in how you stop whether you're doing it to readjust your package, whether you're doing it to take down all your packages. I don't know what that is. Tyson doesn't even explain what it is. But there must be something, a warning, that the guy behind you could tell the difference. Fine. says, if that's the case, so you tell me now that it depends why the Balakara stopped. If he stopped in a normal fashion, then in a Hanami, that's fine. That's like slowing down the middle of the highway. I'm, if you bang into me, you're respo- it's not my problem. But if you slam on your brakes, you're aimed lawfush, which you shouldn't do, then you're going to be chayat. So why did the Mishnah say that? So why did Tony say for Why did it say at the end of the Mishnah? If he does taka give a warning message, and I say, hey, stop, I'm going to stop now, I'm going to stop, like the equivalent in our days when you have brake lights, right? I tell you, I'm going to stop, so then your potter, why did it say that? It should say, it depends why you stopped. 
From the fact that the Mishnah does not differentiate on the reason why he stopped, and Mashmah makes no difference. And the only issue is, did you warn him or not warn him? says, no, no, Hakamashvalan is teaching you the Afagabdalafush, even if he suddenly stopped unexpectedly for the wrong reason, but Kikamalai Labalabai's Amud Potter. There still is a way to be Potter. Normally if you slam on your brakes, you're gonna be the responsible party. But if I warn you in advance enough, then I'm still gonna be Potter. And that's a condition mission. You're right. So there's two ways you could be Potter when you stop in Richard Sarabin. If I stop in a normal way, I'm Ahmed Lakatev to readjust my package, and you bang into me, that's not my problem. You should have been understood that I'm stopping for a second and therefore you shouldn't bang into me. Even if I'm Ahmed Lafush, I stopped to undo my package in Gamri, which is totally unexpected. But if I warn you in advance enough, then I'm also gonna be Potter. And that's the condition mission. So the mission is not differentiating whether you have to warn or not warn. The mission is just telling you if you do warn it, him, that would also be a reason to be put. So we have no riot to that question between Rav Nachman and Rav Yechim. Toshma, what about the following case? Another b'risa. Hakadorim v'azogim shayim halchim z'achazah. So you have two people walking. One's holding glass kalim, the zagogim is glass, and one is holding like klicheres. Again, trouble brewing, as we say, right? They've got to bang into each other. So nitkala rishim enofal, the first guy trips, and he falls. Venitka lasheni berishain. And the second guy now trips on the first one. So Ruvain falls. Shimon then trips on Ruvain. Vashlishi besheni. And now Levi trips. So this happens, right? The crush. This is Chasasho. What happens? Everybody just falls down now. So who's responsible for what? So says the Bryce, sir. Rishain chayv sheni. Risha, the first one, Ruvain, he's chayv on the damage that happened to Shimon. We'll talk about what damages in a minute. Vesheni chayv shlishi. But Shimon is going to be chayv what happens to Levi. If there's a situation, which we'll talk about at the end of the daf today, that it actually all was Ruvain's fault, all of it, so then Risha and Chayv is Then Risha, then Ruvain's going to be Chayv not only in Shimon's damages, he's going to be Chayv in Levi's damages as well. We'll see what that case is in a few minutes. If they warn each other, so Ruvain screams, well, careful, I'm falling. And then Shimon screams, careful, I'm falling. So then Petur. So then you're going to be Petur for all the damage you caused. Again, if you gave enough warning. That's what the Bryce says. So now, my love, Shloi Hoi Lahen Lamai. So the we're talking about a situation where they fell and they were not able to get up, and yet we see that they're chayef for not warning, which is exactly what Rav Nachman had said. Rav Yechon had said, once you can't get up, you're not responsible for not being able to warn. Really, they could have gotten out of the way. So what? So you tell me what it depends if they could, for the falling, maybe they're potter on, or they didn't trip on them right away. They're chayev for if they should have gotten out of the way or not. So you tell me now, it depends. If they could have gotten out of the way, then they're chayev for staying there. If they could not have gotten out of the way, then they're pata legamri. You don't even have to warn them. So Yachi, so why did the Mishnah the Bryce say that? At the Tony Sefer, it says in the Sefer, Im Potter. Again, it says the same thing. If they warn each other, they're Potter. You don't have to come on to that. Lift like listen me to You don't have to come on to the warning to be Potter. You could just say, If they couldn't get out of the way, if they could have gotten out of the way, then you're responsible. If they were stuck in a situation where they could not have gotten out of the way, then they're Potter. So why, def- why say that you're stuck on the ground and def- determine? And differentiate, I'm sorry, between whether you warn them or not, say it depends if you could have gotten out of the way or if you cannot have gotten out of the way. 
Tzimra, the same terror, Tzokmash Milan. The Afrika of the Hoylan Lamud. Even if you're right, they should have gotten out of the way. And therefore they're responsible. If they warn each other, then you're going to be Potter. So again, we have two ways to be Potter. You can be Potter by, if I'm stuck and I could not have gotten out of the way. Even if I could have gotten out of the way, but I put on my hazard lights and I scream and tell you before and be careful, that's also another way you could be Potter. So we don't, we're not going to be patient. This question of Nachman Rabbi Eichanan in a situation where you fell, you could not have gotten away, do you have to warn them or not? So that's what I have a chalik is between Rabbi Eichanan and Rabbi Nach. Now we get to this question though, when they're all falling and toppling, and we said that the Rishon's Chayv Aniske Sheni and the Sheni's Chayv Aniske Shlishi, remember there's two possible types of hazard going on here. There actually multiple, multiple. A, Ruvain falls. Ruvain's holding stuff. Okay? Ruvain trips and he falls and his Kalem fall as well. Shimon then trips on Ruvain. A, question is, what did Shimon get damaged on? On Ruvain's goof or on Ruvain's Kalem? So what was the germ of the Hezek? Was it Ruvain his goof or Ruvain his Kalem? Now we already talked about his Kalem. Might have a den of a bar, might have a den of a shar. There was different halachas that we discussed between Rav and Shmuel. Whether you mafka them or not mafka them. It's question number one. Question number two is, what of Shimon's got ruined? Did Shimon get hurt with his body? Or did Shimon's Kalem break? And which fell on which of Ruvain's? So Rav is going to say here a cryptic statement. We're going to try to figure out what Rav says. I'm a Rav. Says Rava that, well, yeah, but everything is not exactly everything. Says shows Rava that when Ruven falls, Ruven is responsible for damage caused by his goof or damage caused by his mammon. Now, the difference is, of course, that his goof, he's responsible as an other mamazik. An other mamazik is chayev on everything. Whether Shimon falls on Ruvain and gets breaks his arm on Ruvain, or Shimon's Kalim get broken on Ruvain, Ruvain's going to be chayev if they hit Ruvain's goof, because Ruvain is an other mamazik. Ruvain's Kalim, we said, if they have a din like a bar, we'll discuss what they have a din like. If they have a din like a bar, they're only chayev if they cause damage to a person. They're not chayev if they cause damage to another kli. Okay, because a bar is not chayev on Kalim, a bar is only chayev if it causes damage to another. Okay, so that's the law of Ruven. Shani, says Rava, is Chayev Beniske Shlishi Beniske Gufai of Olay Beniske Memayne. The Shani is only Chayev if the Shlishi, if Levi, falls on to Shimon and gets hurt from Shimon's Guf. But he's not Chayev if Levi falls and gets hurt by Shimon's Caleb. So Ruvain, there's a difference. What Rav is pointing out here is, there's a difference between the chiv of Ruvain on Shimon and the chiv of Shimon on Levi. Now, I'm not explaining why yet. First, I'll understand what, and then we'll understand why. The chilik is, in this stage of the Gemara, that Ruvain is responsible for the damage caused by his kalim, and Shimon is not responsible for the damage caused by his kalim. He's only responsible for the damage caused by his gulf. says, I don't understand why this would be such a chilik. Mamar of if you tell me when you trip and you drop a kli, you're responsible for it. So sheni nami lechayev. So the shame you should be chayev for damage caused by his kalim, just like Ruvain is. If you tell me you're not responsible for that, I feel Risha nami lipter. So then why is the first guy responsible for the damage caused by his kalim? Are you responsible for damage caused by Kalim? Yes or no? These are both cases of Nitkal. Shimon was, Ruvay was a Nitkal. Shimon was a Nitkal. They should have the exact same halacha. Why is Ruvay differentiating? So I'll tell you why we're differentiating. 
Rishon Vade Paisheahu. The Rishon, who's the first Nitkal, is really Paishea. On that side of the Gemara, Rashi says, we're going, we're going, we're going, we're going on the side of Nitkal Paishea. The Rishon is fully responsible for what happened over here. Therefore, he's now created two Ezekim. He's created other Amazik, by him being on the ground, his goof, and he's created a, again, either a bar or a shard, depending on how you want to look at it, Rav and Shmuel, of his Kalim now that are lying there that are now causing damage. And therefore, he is fully responsible. Shani, the second one, Agufa Mechaev, on his goof, when the second one now falls down, and now the third one falls onto the number, when, let's keep the names, when Levi falls onto Shimon, Shimon is going to be Chaev for the Nezek caused by his goof to Herle Lamed. Shimon's body is an Adam Amazik. You're never put by Adam Amazik. Get out of the way. Get up and get out of the way. And therefore, Shimon is no question chayv on that. But says the Gemara, Rava holds that Shimon is putter for the hezek caused by his Caleb. Why? Amamoyne putter the Amarlei Shimon Kentaina Haibira Lavana Karite. I did not dig this bar. Ruvain's falling caused my Caleb to break, and those Caleb are now injuring you, Levi. It's not my problem. So we're now differentiating. Ruvain, who originally fell, we're going to say on him, he's responsible for the hezek caused by his goof. And since he was the one who originally started this chain reaction, he's also responsible for his kalim that broke and caused damage to Shimon. Because those kalim, again, either are his bar or her shar, it doesn't matter. They cause damage to Shimon. He's responsible for it. Shimon can say, on my goof, I understand Rabbi Mechaib, Otherwise, Mazik is Chaib in all situations. But on my kalim, I didn't break my kalim. Ruvain caused my kalim to break. You want to blame somebody? Blame Ruvain. I am not responsible for the damage caused by my kalim. And therefore, it says, well, that's, at this stage, we're going, to, we're going to question this in a moment, that is an afkamina that Rav is pointing out between the damages caused by Ruvain and the damages caused by Shimon. The damages caused by Ruvain and Shimon, they're both responsible for damage caused by their goof, but they are not necessarily the same when it comes to the damages caused by their kalim. The damages caused by Ruvain kalim Reuven is totally responsible as if he dug a bar. The damage is caused by Shimon's Kalim. He's not necessarily responsible. He did not cause that bar to be dug or the Kalim to be exposed to be damaged. It says, remember, it's not so simple. Nice, we have a Bryce. Bryce says, in this case, we have this chain reaction. Kulam Chayavan on this game, Gufanu Putar on this game, Amaynan. The Bryce says, Beferish, not like we just said. Kulan sounds like both Reuven and Shimon are res- responsible for the Nehezek caused by their Guf. But our paturna on this game of money, but they are putter for the hezek caused by their money, by their caleb. It seems to be beferish in this brisa that Reuven and Shimon are the same. That just like Reuven is responsible for guf, the hezek caused by his guf, Shimon is responsible for the hezek caused by his guf. Reuven is and Shimon are both putter by hezek caused by their caleb. Sounds to be like we're saying nitkal lav nitkal lav poishea. Different, not your responsibility at all. This is not like what our Rav just said. So my my love, I feel a reason. Even the reason is putter under the nezek caused by his caleb. To my loyal reason. No, it means every means starting from Shimon on. Reuben is responsible for the hezek caused by his goof or his caleb. Shimon is only responsible. And the Bryce is talking from Shimon and on. There could be ten people in this chain reaction. Everybody from the person behind him. So vaimerishin. So about kulab katani. It says kulab. Kulab means everybody involved in the story. It meant everybody who got damaged. Remember, Reuben got, did not get damaged in this situation. Everybody who was a Nizik also becomes a Mazik now. Because you're a Nizik. Shimon got hurt by Reuben, and now he is hurting Levi. So it means Kulam all the Nizakin. All the Nizakin are Chayav on the Nizke Guf, but Pater on the Nizke Mamun.
Says Mar, so hi my, but still, why would you use the word kulan? Yama bishma filarishan, if it includes everybody, hanadoni kulan. El yama levarishan, it means only the people who got injured who are now becoming mazikan as well. So my kulan, why say kulan? Listni, hanizakin. It should say the people who became Arnizakin, they are now responsible for any hesitation caused by their body because they did not get out of the way. But they are responsible for the kid. But it didn't say that. It said Kulon. Kulon is clearly mashma, that, but also Ruvain is only Chayva Niske Gufan and not Aniske Mamayna. So says, okay, you're right, you're right. We back down at this stage. And we'll say like you've been saying. The truth is, Ruvain is also going to be Potter on the hesitation caused by his Caleb. He's not responsible for that. It's not his problem. It's not his problem. What is it? What did Rava say? Rava said, So what did Rava mean by that? Says the Gemara, I'll tell you what he mean by that. When, Ruve, when the, Rava was differentiating between number Ruvain's Chiyuv and Shimon's Chiyuv, which till now we were just saying he was differentiating based on what caused the damage. No, that's not what Rav was saying. Rav was not differentiating on what caused the damage. Rav was differentiating on what got damaged. And Rav meant like this. When Shimon falls on Ruvain's stuff, so Ruvain is Chiyuv, whether Shimon himself got hurt, Benjamin is came money to Shimon, whether Shimon's Kalim got hurt. Vesheni... When he falls down and then Levi falls on him, he's responsible for the damage done to Levi's body of a but he's not for the Niske Why? What's the difference? Why should Shimon only be responsible for the Hezek cause to Levi's body? But not be responsible for the Hezek cause to Levi's Kalim at this stage in the Gemara? My Taima, the Bar. We're going to treat Ruvain is another mamazik. Therefore, other mamazik is chayv on everything. We're going to be makil on Shimon, and we're going to say that Shimon, since it wasn't really his fault, this whole mess, he tripped on Ruvain, we're not going to treat him like an other mamazik. We're going to treat him like a bar. And a bar is only chayv on Adam. It's not chayv on Nizkei And therefore, he's responsible for breaking Levi's arm. He's not responsible for breaking Levi's kalim. Because he has a din like a bar. His body has a din like a bar, which is a kula. If he's an Adam Amazik, he's chayv on everything. If he's a bar, he's only chayv on Nizkei Adam. He's not chayv on Nizkei Kalim. And that's what Rav is being mechalik. Not on what caused the damage, but on what the damage was caused to. Says the more, how could you treat Shimon's body like a bar? Says Remember, Shmuel said whether you're mafke the bar, whether you're not mafke the bar, no matter what, you could anything that's a, 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 that causes damage could have a din like a bar. So to treat Shimon's body like a din like a bar, okay, we understand it's not normally the way you look at it, but we can understand such a halach. Rav said, you know what the definition of a bar is? A bar is only defined by something which is hefker. Okay. So, Michael Amemar, can Shimon's body be hefker? No. You can't be mafker your body. There's no such a concept, obviously. Right? You own what you are, you are your body. And therefore, if you cannot be mafker your body, it cannot possibly have a halachic status of bar. And if it cannot have a halachic status of bar, it makes no sense that Shimon is chayv on the Niske Levi, but not chayv on Niske Levi's guf, but not chayv on Niske's Levi, Kalim, Mamanavshach. 
If he's a din of another Amazik, he's chayev whether he damages a person or he damages a caleb. If you tell me Shimon is not responsible for what happened over here, it's, Shim, it's Ruben's fault, then Shimon should be putter totally on what happens to Levi, whether he damages Levi's goof or not. So we're really stuck here on how to understand. On one hand, Rava seems to be differentiating between the chiyuvim of Ruben and Shani. On the other hand, the Brises seem to say the chiyuvim of Ruben and Shani are the same. So how do you draw the line? We tried to draw the line on what caused the damage. We were not successful. We tried to draw the line on what you did the damage to. We were not successful. So there must be something that's a difference between Reuven and shame, between Reuven's chiyuv and Shimon's chiyuv, but we're not really sure what that is. So I'll tell you how you read it. Let's go back to the original Pshat and Rava, that the nafkamina between Reuven and Shimon is on what caused the damage. Everybody else, nitkal Pesheya. Ruvain, when he falls, is responsible for whatever happens to the Shimon, because Ruvain, whether it was Mazik in Ruvain's goof, whether it was Mazik in Ruvain's kalim, if Shimon breaks his arm, Ruvain is chayef. Okay. Oh, we said then, Shimon, though, is only going to be responsible for, we said, as Rabbi explained on Amun Aleph, Shimon is only going to be responsible for Nizke Gufai, but not on Nizke Mamayna. And we said, that makes sense, but then how do you be the Bryce? The Bryce said, it's all going to be the same. So says the Gemara, Michael Mamer, Kedamar Meikar, the Kasha Kulon Chayavan. So what did the Bryce mean when it said Kulon Chayavan on this gate, Gufan? Tagamar Vada Barma Yumi, Kameh de Ravina, Shahusku Kalim Bekalim. Remember, Ruvain is Chayiv, Niske Gufai, and Niske Mamoine. Shimon, we said, is Chayiv, and Niske Gufai, not a Niske Mamoine. On his Kalim that broke, if they caused damage, then he's not responsible. He says, Reuven caused this to happen. Leave me alone. On my goof, I should have gotten out of the way. I'm going to kill him now. Reuven, we said, he's chayef on the hezek caused by his goof, and he's also chayef on the hezek caused by his caleb. But they have a different halacha. The hezek caused by his goof is Adam Amazik. Adam Amazik is chayef on whether he damages a person or whether he damages caleb. His caleb that fall and cause damage are chayef if they damage a person. They're not chayiv if they damage Caleb. Right? Because Bar is putter on Caleb. That's clear. So if that's the case, says Rav Adabram Yumi, that's exactly what's going on in the Brisa. When the Brisa says, Kulam chayavan aniske gufan, upaturn aniske memoinan, it's talking about damage that happened to the Nizik's Caleb. Oh, now there's, now actually, Reuven and Shimon are the same. If Reuven causes damage to the Kalim uh, to, to Shimon. So it depends what Shimon got hurt. If Shimon got hurt on Ruven's goof, Ruven's chayef. And if Shimon's Kalim broke on Ruven's goof, Ruven's chayef. But if Shimon's Kalim broke, it depends what they broke on. If they broke on Ruven's goof, Ruven's chayef. If Shimon's Kalim broke on Ruven's Kalim, what he calls over here in the Gemara, Kalim Bekalim, then Ruven is going to be putter. Because Ruben's Kalim have been like a bar, bar that breaks Kalim, or potter. How so can, in that. What do you mean? How can we determine what, what caused the break? Right. Oh, I don't know. Watch the video. You have to see what caused it. Obviously, you can't. You have to slow it down. You throw the red flag and then you check it on the video. That's a football reference. I'm not sure if anybody here knows what I'm talking about at all. But that's okay. But that's fine. <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, so if you can go back and determine, you could. If you can't, then you have to. Whatever it is. But. And that aspect, and that's what the Bryce was pointing out, in that aspect, Reuben and Shimon are the same. 
if Ruvain's kalim caused damage to Shimon's kalim, or Shimon's kalim caused damage to Levi's kalim, their halacha is the same, they're all putter. Because kalim kalim is a bar creating damage in kalim. Bar that damages kalim is always going to be putter. So, it's, in one aspect, Ruvain and Shimon are different. Rav is right. Ruvain is chayiv for damage caused by his kalim to a person. Shimon is not chayiv even for damage caused by his kalim to a person, because Shimon says, I didn't dig this bar. Ruvain dug the bar. My, and therefore, there is a difference between Reuben and Shimon, that, but there is also not a difference. If these Caleb damage Caleb, everybody says you're Potter. Because the wow. best case scenario, worst case scenario, is a bar damaging Caleb. Bar damaging Caleb is Potter. But if those, excuse me, hold on. But if those, not really. But if those Caleb were caused by, da- if the Caleb caused damage to a person, then we have a difference. Ruvain's kalim will cause damage to a person, Ruvain's chayev. But if Shimon's kalim cause damage to a person, Shimon is potter. He says, it's not my fault. I didn't dig this bar. Yes? So why, why aren't Ruvain's kalim potter for damaging Shimon's kalim? They are potter from damaging Shimon's kalim. No, we said Ruvain is chayev alakol. No. Ruvain's body is chayev alakol. Ruvain's kalim are not chayev for calling damage to kalim. That's exactly what Abba Abba is saying. Tagamar Vina Shehusku kalim be kalim, and that's why it said before, paturm on this given If my kalim caused damage to your kalim, my kalim, again, if they're hefker or not hefker, Rav and Shmuel, they have a deal like a bar. If they have a deal like a bar, bar that damages kalim is potter. It's exactly like the Mishnah. What did the Mishnah say differently than that? Depends on what caused the damage and what was the damage caused to. If his goof caused damage to Caleb, he's chayv on everything. If his Caleb caused damage to the goof, he's chayv. Caleb caused damage to the Caleb, you're potter. That's not debatable. No, everybody agrees. Bar is potter to Caleb, except there is a sheet of Rabbi Huda not like that, but we're not dealing with that sheet. Oh, Oh, of course. <laughs> Says the Gemara. Let's just finish. Off, let, that's tomorrow. Let's finish off the last piece. We said before, If you could somehow blame Reuven for all of this, then Reuven is chayv from the Nizakim called to Shimon, the Nizakim calls to Levi, same thing. Now, still chayv, Caleb, but Caleb would still be Potter. But he, he has to pay for Levi's damage as well. What's that case? So how did he how is he responsible? If when he fell, maybe with his kalim, maybe with his body, he covered the entire Rishus Rabbim like a dead body. Shalda is like a dead body, like a nevela, and if he covered the whole Rishus Rabbim, right? Covered the car spun out, covered the whole highway. So if you cover the whole highway, you can't blame Shimon for what happens to Levi. What was Shimon supposed to do? And Levi was going to crash into Ruvain anyways. It makes no difference. In that case, we talk of blame Ruvain for all of it if you block the entire Rishus Rabbim, and therefore there's no chiyuv of Shimon at all. Rav Zvidamar kechutra de samusa, like a stick from a blind person who's walking. Rashi's mashma, it's the same thing. Just a different example of something that covers the whole Rishus Rabbim. Taisus has a slight difference. Taisus, the nafkamina is that in the first case, the first mashal, you cover the whole Rishus Rabbim across. By a stick, Taisus says you do it on an angle. So what we're talking about over here, according to Taisus, if Ruben blocks the whole road, but if he blocks it in an angle, so then you could say, so Levi could say, listen, I saw Shimon bl- trip on you, but I thought I can go to the left side. I didn't realize you were blocking the left side. If he's crossed the whole road, so then uh, Levi, theoretically, we could tell Levi, you saw Shimon fall, stop. 
Whereas if Reuven is covering the Rosh Hashanah at an angle, so then Levi says, I saw Shimon fall, but I thought I could just go around him. Right? You ever see that when you stop at a, like, you know, a crosswalk and you turn and the kid, people start going around, you almost kill the kid, chas v'shal, right? So you have to like block them. So that's what's going on here. You have to make sure that when you fall, so if Reuven falls at an angle, that's, Taisa says, when Reuven's going to be chayv on everything. Because now we created a situation where Levi could not understand that Reuven was also blocking the other side, and therefore when Levi went around them, Levi's going to be high, Reuven's going to be high for Levi's damage as well. But if he causes that, okay, Rashi is not Mashmah, that's not enough Kamina, but that would be a situation where Reuven's going to be high for everybody's damages. Again, not Kalem and Kalem, but everything else he's talking going to be high for. Okay, have a good day.